0: Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. How y'all be out there? Hope this Tuesday finds you well. Uh, today we're going to talk about being stuck in story as it relates to abuse and past abuse. We're going to be talking about the story and how you get trapped in somebody else's reality. So since this is a show mostly on abuse, like your abuse's reality that you're stuck in or someone else you're close with, your enjoyable other, your partner, your husband your wife, your mother, your father, whomever, rather than living your own reality. So what does it look like when, you, when you're taking on someone else's reality? Well, you could get stuck spinning in thoughts and feelings that aren't your own. You can feel heavy, dense, suffocating energies, don't know where they came from. You can get trapped in repeating the same patterns in relationships and you don't even know why you're doing it and you're being stuck in the story and you're standing there and you're like in the back of your mind like, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it. So for today, let's discover why you take on someone else's story in the first place, the pain of staying stuck there, and what you can do to release yourself from others' realities so you can move forward creating your life for you. Now that might seem like a real interesting No way, no how to some of you that you can get out of your story. Our stories are so potent. They're so powerful. They're so much our identity. We like them. So think about right now all the stories that you like that you have told over and over and over and over and over again. And they're usually something to the effect of who has wronged you, not so much who has righted you. (laughs) Who has wronged you? What's gone on in your life that hasn't been good for you? Who are those people that you continually um, spin in your mind that are the story of you? And when we do this, we make their reality our reality. We make that situation, that time, that space, that place of whatever occurred Even if it's like 10 or 20 years ago. We're going to go to break now, and we'll be back after the break with more beyond abuse, beyond therapy, beyond anything. This is Dr. Lisa, and we'll speak to you soon.
0: Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
2: Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Lisa. Sorry
3: about that. As soon as we started to talk about Stuck in Story, my entire system here at the house blew out, so I had to restart everything. So I was in the middle of some really amazing stuff, (laughs) and here we go. So this is what the earth uh, really feels about, beyond abuse, beyond therapy, beyond anything, and getting past your story. That's kind of what happens when we get stuck in our story. Everything blows out. You get to be in a bad mood. Interpretations and misinterpretations occur. Everything that you're looking forward to kind of just gets taken right away. You know, everything creates a problem, the lines go out, the wires go out, you get into an argument with somebody,
0: you know, you trip
3: and fall over something, or it's kind of like those days where everything goes against you instead of with you. Couldn't ask for a better example this morning about how to explain getting stuck in your story. It's just exactly like what occurred. Here we are getting ready to talk about the stuff today. Get ready to do the Voice America show. We have over 11,000 listeners out there. We're talking about stuck in story. People are waiting with bated breath to hear the next week's topic, perhaps even to call back in and receive some facilitation, and then bam, the rug gets pulled out from underneath you, and the whole system goes out. Now, I'm using this as, as an example of exaggerating to make a point. That is exactly what occurs when we get stuck in story. We get locked and keep ourselves locked in the cage of abuse when we take on other people's stories or realities as our own. So it becomes their reality that we're living, and that's why it doesn't work, and that's why it goes against the flow, and that's why internets go out or um, fights occur or conflicts occur or you uninvite money or you uninvite something in your career. Basically, when you're stuck in story. You keep being trapped in no choice, just like we've talked about with post-traumatic stress disorder, just like we've talked about with the automatic response system. You can certainly take a look at my blog on my website for more information about any of these. And obviously, you all know that if there's any first-time listeners out there, you can download all the archived shows, past shows through iTunes as a podcast. Basically, getting stuck in your story is a very twisted way of keeping yourself repeating the same pattern and dynamics of your abuse. Now, I just got back literally uh, late last night, um, early this morning from Vancouver, British Columbia, which by the way, I love that town, Um, so, so beautiful, and I was teaching a three-day body class in the Access Consciousness um, body process, and... I also taught a one day radically alive beyond abuse class. So the last four days have been, I have been immersed in people's story. And especially people's story regarding their abuse. Now, when I talk about abuse, I am not just talking about sexual abuse. That is something I definitely have a specialty in and talk about, as you all know on the show. But I'm also talking about emotional abuse sociopathic emotional abuse. I'm talking about manipula- manipulation. I'm talking about twisting lies into truth and truth into lies. I'm talking about the way that you and we, and that's what I did in Vancouver this weekend up until late last night, the way that we embody the story of what has happened to us versus what we choose now. And all those courageous beings that join me in Vancouver for the last four days that looked, you know, for eight hours a day, for four days straight, at their story, at their choices, at, excuse me, how much their choices in their present external reality and the life that they created were actually against their internal knowing, their internal choices, their internal embodiment, and certainly their internal reality. So, basically... We got to see firsthand for four days straight the very twisted way we keep ourselves repeating the same patterns that we hate, the same patterns and dynamics of abuse, where we become our own perpetrators. And when we become our own perpetrators, that is how we lock in that cage of abuse. So, for instance, you have a situation where you were abused. It was at three years of age, let's say, and here you are at 50, remembering the time, place, situation, person, event, the decisions that you made, and those decisions became how you created your life in the present, and those decisions included taking something else in your body, let's say, to protect yourself from the abuser. Disconnecting from your body so that you didn't have to be in your body to feel the pain of the abuser. Disconnecting from yourself and your own reality by taking on other people's reality. So, for instance, how many people have told from a very young age any abuse going on in the family and they were shunned or exiled or blamed for voicing what was true and actually called evil or wrong or bad for voicing what was true. All those reasons that I just mentioned are... Partially, the reason why we get stuck in story, because we're stuck in the shock and trauma of what we never would have chosen, but did occur. And because we were stuck in the trauma and shock of what we would never have chosen, but did occur, we live our life from the decisions we made in that moment, even though we didn't choose it. So everything that that is for everybody out there, let's destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So everywhere you bought the decisions you made, from any story you have said more than three times in your life, which determined who you are and all those decisions you ever made that you were still using as a determining factor of who you will be, will you destroy and create that, please, eternally? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. And all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations you're using right now to determine who you will be. So you stay, stay stuck in story. Will you destroy and create that? Right and wrong, good and bad, hot and pot, all nine short scores and beyond. So a story can be as simple as sending a text message or an email, where you're expecting an immediate response, but not necessarily giving somebody not necessarily giving somebody space and time to actually respond, and then you create a story about why there wasn't any response, and you actually make a decision and act upon that lack of response based on your automatic response systems, based on your shock and trauma, based on your decisions of what you could never know would actually be, and then you're aligning and agreeing against something and moving forward in possibility when it's actually limitation. So everything that that brings up and lets down, and everywhere we've done that, all of us, can we destroy and uncreate that? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. It's like being stuck in story is no different than being stuck in judgment. You make judgments, decisions, conclusions, and computations to fuel the story you believe in, and people call that awareness or intuition, it is not awareness or intuition, it's actually judgment, and it's actually based on limitation and lack so that you don't perceive, no be, and receive the totality of rejection you never wish to perceive, no be, and receive, which is actually the totality of rejection from the original blueprint of the story that you got locked in with shock and trauma that is actually creating your perpetration over and over and over again. Yes, you may have to listen to this little segment a couple of times because it is a lot of good nuggets in there about getting out of your story. So if, how do you know when you're in story, when you're stuck in story? Just think of the words, perceive the energy of stuck in story. If you're stuck in something, you already know that you're misidentifying and misapplying something about that. If your head is spinning on something, should I do this? Should I do that? Well, they haven't responded to me about this, or they didn't say that. Well, I didn't get an answer for that, or I didn't get an answer for that. I didn't get this. Usually, when you're spinning like that, those thoughts aren't your own. You can perceive the energy of heaviness, denseness, suffocation, and um, you start to act in ways, think in ways, and even sit with yourself if there's no one else around and not recognize who you are. And that's a good indication that you're stuck in something other than you. So everything you've done to define you by your decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations that stick you and define your relationships by that and let el- and not only that, but define your actions by these decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, i.e. Stuckness. do so you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So how much stuckness are you using to define the life you are choosing? And how much stuckness are you using to define the life you are creating? And how much stuckness are you using to define the relationships you are in right now? Everything that brings up and lets down looks destroying and creative. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So if anybody's listening out there, live. And you would like to receive some facilitation because sometimes having somebody come in besides my voice and let me guide you and walk you through the stuckness of the story will really open that up not only for you but for everybody else on the show. So please do, if you're listening, pick up that phone and call in at one 346 9141 and allow me the privilege of guiding you and facilitating you out of your story. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what is telling you inside of you not to pick up the phone. I double door bear you to pick up the phone and let's blast this story sticking out of existence. So while we we're waiting for the hundreds and millions of you to call in, because <laughs> can't wait to talk about being stuck in something. <laughs> Let's talk about how you may want to recognize you're living somebody else's reality and then choose to change that. First, you've got to ask yourself three questions. If you start... Ask yourself these three questions. Let me start there. Whose story am I choosing, what do I love about this story, and what are the benefits of this story? Now. Most people will know whose story they're choosing. Oh, I'm sounding like my mother. Oh, I'm sounding like my father. Oh, I'm sounding like my partner. Oh, I'm sounding like my husband or my wife. And that's who I'm being right now, or my boss, or a brother, or a sister. So that's usually the easy part. The harder part gets to really looking within yourself and asking yourself the last two questions What do you love about the story, and what are the benefits of the story? So, what do you love about the story? So, you have to ask yourself that over and over and over again to really receive the juice inherent in that question. Usually, if you get one to five awarenesses about what you love about the story, the third question, what are the benefits of the story, will be much easier. And when I say benefits, I also mean The following: None of us in this reality, as human beings, do anything that doesn't benefit us some way. That we don't, we do it because there's something positive we're getting from it. There's a gift inherent in it. There's a present inherent in it. Usually, if you're stuck in some sort of story, the gift, the benefit, the presence of it has something to do with safety, protection, control, empowerment, and power. Your love of the story, question number two, has a lot to do with the following.
0: When you love
3: doing something, it keeps you stuck in something like victimization. Yes, I said victimization. We actually love, believe it or not, to be the victim. It keeps you stuck in kind of like a PMS attitude. No women, not pre-menstrual cycle. (laughs) It's actually poor me syndrome. What else do you love about your story? It's comfortable. You know it. It's familiar. And you've developed automatic response systems to dealing with it. Which leads you to the benefits of control, protection, safety, power, empowerment. So, take a situation in your life, the one that you ruminate on the most, it could be your body, it could be money, it could be your family, your partner, it could be something you just went to the coffee shop to talk to your partner about, it could be a text message you just sent or an email you just sent, anything like that. Take that story, take the energy of that event first. And just perceive it. Where in your body are you noticing a reaction, a tenseness, tenseness, an activation? And in your body, in those places where you're noticing a tenseness and an activation, ask your body what it would like to say about that story. It's usually something like, I hate to say it, but it's usually something like, I'm scared or I'm hurt or I'm angry And allow that part of your body to talk. Just for a second, to yourself. Remember, with prohibition, people just got better about finding a way to get more alcohol. (laughs) So prohibiting something doesn't do anything for you. Acknowledge it. Own it. Claim it. Acknowledge it. So what have you decided you have to hold on to that you don't have to hold on to, that if you didn't have to hold on to it, would allow you to change your point of view regarding this situation. Everything that is comes to Godzillians who are destroying and create it, right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pot, all nine, short, boys, and beyond. And what have you chosen as your fallback position with this story, with this person, with this situation, with this event, that returns you to the comfort of what you know that guarantees you never have to be more than you are right now, and the dynamic never has to change. Because when we're stuck in the story, we don't have to change. And that's a real cruel joke of being stuck in story. You will always then be a victim of your own perpetration, but you'll blame it on somebody else. So all the people that you have blamed... For your fallback position of victim, we destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, put and pack all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So, and everything you've done to make everybody else's pathetic reality your pathetic reality that is vital and valuable to them making you unvital and unvaluable to you. Create a and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So, what do you love about the story? What are the benefits of the story? And whose reality are you being in the story? We'll come back after the break and we'll continue with this. As I said, if you'd like to receive some facilitation and be asking some questions about this. I'm happy to respond and speak to you. Number is 1-888-346-9141. This is Dr. Lisa, and we will be back after the break.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into one 888 346 9141 That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
1: Hello, hello, this is Dr. Lisa. Thanks for patiently waiting. We had some more technical difficulties, but we are back and we have two callers, Carol and Callie. So, you're with Dr. Lisa. Who do I have on the line?
2: Hello? Hello, this is Dr. Lisa. Hi, Dr. Lisa, it's Carol. I wasn't sure if I was on or Callie was on. (laughs) Well, here you are. How what can I do you? for you today?
1: I'm doing great, Carol. What can I do for you today?
2: Um, so I'm pondering here, and uh, it seems to be what's stuck in uh, as I'm reviewing this. Um, I've been having a lot of conversations with people in the last couple weeks about this particular topic. Um, and it seems to be women who I've been talking with this about. So when I choose to, that. what I feel at the moment, is kindness and generosity. Um, it seems to be seen as weakness.
1: Okay, so tell me an example of women and you being stuck in story, or if it's not women, who you're stuck in, what you're stuck in story about.
2: Okay. Um,
1: and let's go okay. from there.
2: Okay, like, you know, doing something for free or less than what i should be charging for it
1: okay so tell me the most recent example when you were doing something for free or less than what you should be charging for it
2: okay uh, uh, uh all right you, now you remember not. how this works we get specific <laughs> darn i had a brain I, flip one you can't one. ask
1: me a question and allow and think i'm going to dance with you a little
2: bit around it okay, <laughs> okay so um all right, I, I, I'm blanking out on it. Okay, you say ask the question. So, uh, okay, Tell me about Why, a story where am you're, I? You're stuck in.
1: Tell me about a story you're um, stuck in.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, accommodation thing, uh, which I've gotten a lot better at. Um, <sighs> doing something for free, and then it's expected to be free all the time instead of a one-shot deal.
1: Exactly. That's a great example. So your most recent time or the one that sticks out in your head the most right now about doing something for free, accommodating others, and then that's expected all the time. And you don't have to use people's names. You can just use initials, but give me the story and then let's clear it because you have this, but I can tell you this, everybody that's listening to this will probably have some version of this too. So you're doing a great service here.
2: Okay, cool. What's popping up is actually old. Okay, when I was working and I would, um, you know, uh, w- switch for somebody or work for them so that they could do something or change their schedule. And then what would happen when I would ask the same favor back, it was like, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh, no, I can't do that for you. Oh, I won't do that for you.
1: Great. And is there one particular person that this happened with that's most prominent on your mind right now?
2: No, it was, oh, oh, let me just say, okay, a name is Karen. That, that is just popped into my brain, yeah. Perfect. Yes. So this is what we have
1: to do, Carol, is we have to, we could take the, the situation that you're talking about globally if we wanted okay. to, but <laughs> it won't clear if we do, global. We have to get specific. Once you get specific, you can clear everything. Okay. So let's just take the situation of Karen. Oh, I won't do that for you. Yet you... Okay accommodated quote-unquote her and changed to do something for her correct whenever this was yeah okay great in your body where are you noticing
4: that right now
1: great my throat and upper chest great and in your throat and upper chest is it light bubbly and expansive or dense heavy and constricted gripping and constrictive (laughs) gripping (laughs) So this is really a good thing because this is what our stories do. They twist into, like, our cellular memory and our bodies and the organs of our body. In this case, your throat and upper chest, your sternum, let's say. And they grip onto it and they hold onto you that way. And then you're always hostaged and incarcerated by that one event and the decisions you made. But if you never did what you're doing right now, you never know what decisions you made. So. The gripping chest, sternum, throat, if yes, it could speak. Now,
2: well, it's now mm-hmm. spreading down into my abdomen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what happens when you hang around me. Your body your body starts to talk a little bit more, and you actually feel and perceive where you're holding all this gripping yeah, story <laughs> in the past. So that's what I want everybody to know, and thank you, Carol, for being brave enough to, to do it and... We will get to the the next caller as well before the end of the show as well. So I'm just going to move through this as quick as I can to get as many people on as we can. Okay, Carol? Um, So now we got your abdomen, we got your chest, and we got your throat. So your body's talking. And you have to know, everybody out there, that once you acknowledge, instead of making it globally, acknowledge it predominantly for who it is, what it is, and specify the situation, your body's just going to go, Oh, thank God. Here, take the rest of it. So it's going to start showing up where... Where you're holding this gripping experience that you're stuck in story, and it's usually from the past. So, how long has it been since you have not been in a relationship with Karen, work-wise, Carol?
2: Well over 15 years.
1: Okay, so you've been yeah. um, the you've yeah. been the storehouse for whatever this is for 15 years, well over 15 years. Yeah. So, is it time to change that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I> okay. <forget. laughs> So everything, every decision that you have made, judgment, conclusions, and computations that determined whatever this is between you and Karen would stay with you for almost, for over a decade and a half. Can we destroy and uncreate that?
2: Yes, please.
1: And all obligations, vows, oaths, contracts, curses, and blessings, private, secret, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to her... Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Everywhere the situation that you described was the lock and your body's been the key and your body's been the lock and Karen, in this case, was the key. Can we put the lock and the key and the key and the lock together and set you all free?
4: Yes.
1: Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So gripping still or lighter still?
2: It's easier. Um Great. It's still a little there, but the uh, the more uh, external parts of it are cleared. Great. Yeah. yeah. So now, what yeah. do you love about
1: Karen, holding Karen in your body in those places where you did for her and she won't do for you? What do you love about it? First thought, best thought, don't think, let me do the thinking.
2: Oh, it's that story where you... Put the back of your hand on top of your forehead and go, Oh, woe is
1: me. Oh, so that's a nice, dramatic way of saying that you like being the victim.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So tell me, you're being very, very courageous, Carol. I appreciate it. So tell me what you love about being a victim. Give me three reasons you love about being a victim. What does it do for you?
2: Uh, It's comfortable, it feels warm and it feels familiar okay so
1: it's comfortable warm and familiar now when you describe it, the... feels rewarded it, it it feels rewarded rewarded sorry okay. rewarded yeah I got you so uh, you told me it was dense heavy constricted and gripping is that really comfortable warm no not at all right nope. but and it now. is familiar uh, yes and what do you mean by rewarded quickly
2: Uh, it's like, oh yeah, look at that poor thing or look at poor me or, or like, wow, what a good person. Ah. Sacrifice, that sacrifice thing. Oh God, I thought I cleared all that. The sacrifice thing, yes. The martyr.
1: Okay. So (laughs) what is the benefit then of being rewarded as a martyr to give unto and of yourself for another, but never, ever in return, expect anybody to give to you? Everything that brings up and lets down. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Please, yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So what have you defined, confined, and refined you as, as the sum total of what you can be, do, have, create, and generate as the martyr you never really want to be, but keep choosing eternally? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So what? what's so rewarding about sacrificing yourself for other people, but never expecting anybody to do anything for you. What do you love about that fallback position, that benefit?
2: Uh, Truly, there's really nothing rewarding, and that's why I keep getting angry about it, because (laughs) it's
1: We only do things, Carol, because we're getting something from it. So if you yeah. actually went beyond, I don't know, to what it actually is, what do you get when you're rewarded, when you sacrifice yourself? Uh, when you play the
2: speak I slide back.
1: Right, It's your fallback position,
2: it's and it returns you back, to the
1: yeah it returns you to the comfort of what you know that guarantees you never have to be more than you are right now. What do you love about guaranteeing you never have to be more than you are right now, limiting your life to always being nothing more than the sacrificial lamb, the martyr for everybody else, but never receive anything for you. Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what do you love about it?
2: Because that's easy. why it hasn't
1: changed. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yeah, it's it becomes easier than putting myself out there.
1: Yeah, yes, that's, it's, that's what it does. And who did that in your family, your mother or your father?
2: Both. Yeah, um, more so my mom. Great. So yeah. what
1: creation are you using to perpetrate and invoke the biomimetic mimicry, the duplication, the replication of your mother's sacrificial martyrdom, poor me syndrome, and her pains, pathways, and realities are you choosing? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it?
3: Yes.
1: Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And can you give back to your mother her reality of martyrdom, her reality of poor me, her reality of being the sacrificial lamb, her reality of everything and her pains and pathways so that you can move forward creating your life for you and not stuck in anybody's story and letting that become you? Everything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Please. Right, we're on good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So lighter, heavier, more space, less space.
2: A lot lighter, a whole lot okay. more space, more space, much lighter. And
1: what, and what oh, about yeah. your throat, your chest, and your abdomen?
2: Throat and chest are clear. My abdomen still has like a little tingle that I think may it, it's beginning to dissolve. So that little tingle think, is yeah. that
1: little tingle the energy of all the beings, mother, from your mother to Karen in this lifetime that you are carrying on your body as the hoarding storage container of the sacrificial lamb and the martyr you never wish to be but you always embodied as somebody else's reality.
2: Yes.
1: Would you like to destroy and uncreate that now?
2: Yes.
1: Would you like to dissipate and release that to the earth now? Yes. Would you like to rescind, revoke, or can't, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate the forever commitment to that now? Anything that doesn't allow that to be, can we destroy and uncreate it for thee? Yes.
4: Yeah.
1: Right? Wrong, good, and bad, pot, and pack, all nine shirts, boys, and beyond. So expand your energy of space 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front, and back. Expand the space, get bigger, get bigger, get bigger. Dissipate all the Karens, dissipate all of the moms, and everybody between your mom and Karen in this lifetime dimension, body, and reality. Molecularly commune with Carol versus molecularly communing with the martyrdom the sacrificial lamb, the poor me, the, the, the lie and the twist that it's warm and comfortable and familiar and the reward that never truly be. Yeah. Everything that brings up and lets down, can destroying, destroy and uncreate it? Yes, yeah, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So expand as space, expand as space, turn the thymus exercise on. And for all those that are listening for the first time, this is a body process in Access Consciousness which you can find more about on my website at DrLisaCooney.com. And better, worse, of the same?
2: Better, worse. Oh, I'm sorry. Better, way better. And when you talked about when you first said "Oh, that little tingle down there, it was like an explosion in my chest. And now it's like much more space, much more air, and releasing, releasing, releasing. Good. Thank you.
1: So I'm going to go to our other caller now. Okay, thank you. Maybe, I'll see you. maybe I'll see you next weekend in Chicago at the body class. Send me an email. <laughs> Take care. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, Callie. Are you still on the line? Well, I hear a lot of crackling. Yes. Hi, Hi, this is Dr. Lisa. I am. Should I turn the sound off on my uh, laptop? Uh, You should probably just ask me your question. It's all good. I can hear you. Yeah, I'll just leave the phone on
4: and I'll turn off the radio. Sorry, my phone is crackly. Can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you the whole time and you are live on the radio. Okay, great. How can I help you?
4: Um, When you were doing... um, to check into your body and see what you were feeling when you were asking the three questions, um, I had something come up with my question that I'm, or my story, my biggest story that I always tell, that was sort of a new little piece of the puzzle. And so I thought, well, I think I'll call in and see if I can get some help with that new little piece of the puzzle.
1: Great, go for it. What's the new little piece?
4: So my story is that I can never lose weight and keep it off. And so when I checked into my body, I got back from it in a very locked kind of feeling in my legs and in my torso that you're never going to get out of this. You're never going to get out of this. You're never going to. And I say, like, well, no wonder. If I'm going off to try to start to join a gym or going off to try to eat healthier, and this thing, this thing is always saying you're never going to get out of this, then how how could I get out of it?
1: Good question. So, and I love the fact that you recognize it as a thing. Yeah. So everywhere you bought the decision that this thing runs your body, owns your body, and you're never going to get out of this thing, so therefore you can never lose weight or keep it off. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations you're using to determine externally who you will be, never losing weight, never keeping it off, and never allowing whatever this thing is to get out of you, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And everything you did and have done to misidentify and misapply that this thing is you and that this thing belongs in your body, even though it's not you, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So as you expand your energy molecularly as space, 500 million miles down into the earth, 500 million miles up into the sky, 500 million miles to the right and to the left, and 500 million miles to the front and the back, where does this thing belong? Does it come from below you, above you, to the right? Behind me. Okay, behind you. Great. So, has this thing had your have had your back all your life? No, it actually explodes through my body and keeps going. It just keeps
4: exploding my body.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, everything that is, destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys, and beyonds. So, what do you love about having your body explode by something that isn't you? Something about it—the sensation—is interesting, or you know, like it's, um, it wakes me up somehow. Okay, so everywhere you have locked in and limited your life to need something to explode your body that wakes you up. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. And can we destroy and uncreate and rescind, revoke, we can't renounce, announce, destroy and uncreate the forever commi- commitment to the age, time, place, situation where you made that decision. To need something else in your body to wake you up so that you didn't live a son-ambulant reality, a sleepwalking reality? Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. So, what do you love about needing something outside of yourself to wake you up? Um, It's somehow a way of, Hi, playing a game of hide and go seek with myself somehow. Okay, so what do you love about playing a game of hide and go seek? That it's 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 a
4: simulated movement. There's a seeming like something is happening, but it really isn't. And so then I don't have to yeah, I don't have to change or do something risky. Bingo!
1: There you go. So has this thing been the thing that has kept you locked up and limited all your life so that you don't have to change, you don't have to risk, and you don't have to be who you truly be? What is this thing? Is this thing the thing that you have enlisted all of your life Mm. to never have to change, to never have to risk, to never be embodied in your body, and to never truly be who you truly be? Well,
4: it's part of the thing. I don't know if it's the whole thing, but it's certainly part of it. So say say it's all of it. Okay, it's all of it. Light or heavy?
1: Not your mind, your body. Constricting. Say it's 80% of it. It's 80% of it. Light or heavy? A bit of both. 70%. 70%. Light or heavy? Yeah, that's lighter. Okay, great. So 70% of your body is owned by this thing that you enlisted to wake you up but you've enlisted it to wake you up so that you never have to change and never have to risk and never have to truly be who you truly be. Seventy percent of you is living that way. Everything that that is, destroying, and uncreate it. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what have you made so vital about possessing and living from the grinding pedantic needs of this other things reality? Seventy percent embodies that and body that keeps you in a life of compromise instead of living beyond it and creating pain in your body, weight in your body, never having to risk, never have to change, and never having to truly be who you truly be, creating more barriers to living infinitely. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have you made so vital about possessing this non-ambulant reality, this sleepwalking reality with this thing so that you never have to be totally aware ever again. You never have to totally embody your body and so that you never have to generate and create from who you truly be and that you always generate from lack and limitation, which is never who you were meant to be. Everything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So expand your energy as space because i got to go really quickly here because we're yep. getting to the end of the show. 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front and back, Callie. Up, down, right, left, front and back. And take a moment to just assess, is that thing still taking up 70% of your, of your body? Um, you no, know, it's it's instead of going through my chest and out the front, it's
4: sort of by going around the left side of me and bypassing me. It's really close still, but but sort of going around my body now.
1: Okay. So, there's more work for us to do here, so if you want to email me or give me a call so that we can complete this and finish this, I'd be happy to do that with you, but I'm going to need to get off the radio because there's another show after me. Okie dokie. But, but what we can do right now is just expand your energy of space 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front, and back and put like a energy... Bubble or net around this seventy percent in all the spaces and places and times and dimensions and realities that you feel it. And I'm just going to command that we unlock it now and send it back from whence it came. Never return to this yes. dimension, reality, body again. Dissipate and release it to the earth. Send it back from whence it came. Never return to this dimension, reality, body again. Dissipate and release it to the uh, earth. Yes send it back from whence it came, never return to this dimension reality body again. Dissipate and release it to the earth and everywhere your body's been the lock and this thing has been the key and and this thing has been the key and your body's been the lock. Let's put the lock and the key and the key and the lock together and set you all free. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds and every moment from this point forward, Callie, say, if I was choosing me and embodying me, what would I be? If I was choosing me and embodying me, what would I be? If I was choosing me and embodying me, what would I be? All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, everybody. And um, we'll be back next week with Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything.
0: Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.